0: Good morning everyone. Thank you for being here. This is Soulful Awakenings Era Conversation. We are five women of different backgrounds who empower in our space for those soulfully awakening so they can embody their radical authenticity with grace and suppleness to be their unstoppable and irresistible selves. This morning, Jana has an incredible Incredible topic prepared for us. What does my holy hell yes feels like to me? So, um, I would actually like to, before we get started, let me just remind you guys. I'm going to be sending you an invitation to speak. You can choose it or not if you would like to participate then you'll need to uh, accept the invite, and then just make sure that you're muted whenever you're not speaking. It'll put you into the stage side of this, um, of of the screen. If you are not on the stage, then just click on that little hand button on the bottom of the screen. That's to raise your hand so I know to send you an invite. And, Let's actually move on to introducing everyone. Um, Jana, do you want to start introducing yourself and then we'll pass it on to Donna?
1: Sure. Uh, So my name is Jana Powers and I am a body worker and intuitive healer. And I love working with women and men to uh, connect to their sacred fire. Um, and also to align the body so that they can do the best things that they want to do in the world
0: awesome thank you jenna and uh donna might not have a really good uh her connection is not good so let's move on to kim kim if you want to tell us about yourself we'll put donna at the end and hopefully she'll have a better connection then
2: My name is Kim and I am the Abundant Black Woman. Um, What I do is definitely hold space, create space for black women, women of color to take up space when you come from communities where taking up space uh, and choosing yourself is not something that you normally do. Sometimes you need a little bit of assistance. So I do that, also act as a spiritual doula, and I also I help students and their journey through college so they can successfully navigate that. So being in Korean space, one of the things that I love to do.
3: Thank you, Kim. Nicole? Hello, everybody. Uh, my name is Nicole Laswell, and I call myself the Inner Peace Broker. Like the name implies, I help those people that are ready and willing to broker peace with their innermost selves. Uh, to that end, I use tools that I'm which, in which I'm certified: Reiki, Theta Healing, Access Bars, Yoga. My joy really is to help people find their own answers, then take inspired action to change their lives to the divine gift it already is, but they have felt it is not. And it is a joy to be with you all at Soulful Awakenings Era this morning. Thank you so much. You're so welcome.
0: And let's see, Donna, has your connection? How are you doing? You want to give it a try? And her connection might still not be the best. Can you hear me? Somewhat.
4: (laughs) It's a little funny. Yeah, it's really bad. Can you introduce I, me? I'm I would sorry. be It's just going to be miserable if everyone has to listen to me. It's
0: okay. <laughs> Go
4: ahead. I, I
0: would be happy to introduce you, Donna Hildebrand. She is actually the author of the class, Choosing You, which is actually the class that started Soulful Awakenings Era. She is actually is a coach and facilitator. She focuses on embodiment, empowerment, and energy, the three E's. Uh, She's an advocate for tapping into the innate intelligence and magnificent capacity of our bodies. She is a really good body whisperer (laughs) and uh, she loves doing all of this because she feels connected and uses her unique intuitive capacity to hear bodies and help people restore joy and freedom. Um, I'll tell you a little bit about myself. I actually support my clients into receiving awareness and possibilities to awaken themselves into self-love and self-caring, self-healing, using different methodologies such as energy work, intuitive coaching. Um, I really love working with cacao ceremonies, womanhood ceremonies, and more recently developing my own technique, which is called sonographic light healing. And so this is what makes the soulful awakenings era embodying radical authenticity group. So like I was saying earlier, Um, Jana has an incredible topic this morning. What does my holy hell yes feel like to me? Jana, I can't wait to discuss this. (laughs) Do you want to start us off?
1: Yes. Um, It is such a fun topic because uh, there's just, to me, no better way of really connecting with the things that light us up than talking about this topic because this really is all about being lit up and um and to me this is what makes life fun like we get so dragged down into the the to-do list and the day to day and um you know getting food on the table and and laundry done and all of that and we just forget that there's just this smorgasbord of beautiful things in the world um and taking I know time we keep-
0: we keep doing everything that we have to do.
1: <laughs> exactly. And, and, of course, we kind of have to do those things, right? But, um, but there's always space for this, hell yes, even in the day-to-day. And that's one thing I do want to talk about today. Um, and it's really something that we can invite into our lives. Um, anytime that there's an energy or something that we know that we want to play with, uh, one of the first steps a lot of times is just to invite it in. And a lot of times with that invitation, you know, it's just taking a little extra time to um, connect with the energy of it, to know what it feels like. And that's what I want to talk about today is really understanding what it feels like, the things that kind of block us from it, and some uh, exercises and things that I just want to suggest to help you connect with it. But before we get on to that, um, I just wanted to go over like what, what the holy hell yes feels like. And... To know what that feels like, we really do have to have a connection with our bodies. Um, You know, a lot of us can, can, especially people in the spiritual community, can sometimes get a little in our heads and a little um, outside of our bodies at times. Uh, Especially if you're a sensitive person who feels things really deeply, um, connection to the body can be painful, especially if you have things you haven't worked through. So I want to be sensitive to that, and this is never to make anybody wrong, but just to help with awareness. Um, so if that if that resonates with you, there may be some work to do in just getting embodied so that we can really enjoy the hell yes because when we decide we can't deal with the pain, we also cut ourselves off from the pleasure. Um, mm-hmm. So I just wanted to start talking about like what that holy hell yes feels like. And in order to do that, I wanted to give everybody a chance to just envision something in their life that they know is a yes for them, whether it's a partner, a pet, a child, a grandchild, um, you know, your car, your, (laughs) um, you know, a A hobby that you love, a project. Um, and so I just want you to put, picture that and just bring that into your mind and then really tap into what are you feeling in your body when you think about that like um i have a couple of friends who have had new grandbabies lately and you can just when they talk about these grandbabies you can see them light up they could i mean they just glow like like somebody just plugged them into a light socket and um and that, was, that feeling comes with that emotional feeling comes with a lot of body feeling So you might feel like a lightness in your heart. You might feel like some movement in the belly, really around like the um, your genitals might actually tighten up, even though you're talking about something that's not anything related to sex. It's like that's just our body reaction to something. Um, You might even feel it like in your nipples might feel it. um, And we just aren't necessarily attached to these feelings. So I just want you to do that. I want you to think of something that really you know you love, that brings you a lot of joy, and then really pay attention to what, when you think about it and you have like a memory with it, what do you feel in your body? And then uh, once somebody has an experience, uh, I would love somebody to raise their hand and tell me what they're feeling.
0: I have um, actually a message from Donna since her connection is not great. Uh, I'm going to read that off for everybody. She says, when I'm being my holy hell yes, time expands for me. I can't think of a single time that being my holy hell yes ever took away from anything I thought I had to do.
1: <laughs> That's awesome. I love that. It does. It, I feel like it also sweetens everything, so it's like uh, maybe we do have things to do, but it. If we take that moment to really feel into that holy hell yes moment, the things that we have to do, we get to carry that energy with us into the things that maybe aren't as fun.
0: I love this time expansion thing that you are talking about, Donna. I I, I think I know what you mean. You know those moments where so many things happen and then you look at the clock or you're watching you're like, whoa, it's only this time, but it felt like so. Like you, I feel, become so aware of so many things in, in a matter of half a second or even less that time expands. And because you're in such a great connection of all of your senses, all of your awareness, it just feels like you go beyond the uh, typical reality in which we live.
3: I love that you said that um I wanted to to kind of mention what it feels like in my body when I think of the people I love, um my holy hell, yes, and it's really interesting about that time thing because it totally does the time I talk about how it feels like the time just it can feel like you either slow down or speed up depending on you know what you're doing, but it's always one of those things where it's you're completely present <clears throat> and you feel. For me, it's my heart opens up. I can feel my pupils dilate. I'm really taking everything. I can smell everything. Uh, I can feel my heart rate kind of flutter, but in a really good, joyful way, like a little kid giggling, um, just like, yes, like, like I can't. It's kind of funny because I'm even smiling already and my eyes are almost like uh they squint a lot, and they—they, they, I can feel that they're shining because they're just, you know, full of water of, of that joy, um, and it's, uh, and it gives me energy for the rest of the day. Uh, I love that you gave us this exercise, Jana. It's it's a
4: wonderful one. Can you guys hear me? Yes, you sound second? good. You sound okay. much better now. Yeah, Yeah, I'm I'm down the street at Chicken Express, you know. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Hell yes. (laughs) Hell yes. (laughs) Uh, I like what Nicole said about, you said something about your pupils dilating, and then I know this has also been mentioned earlier about the senses awakening. And it's interesting because there's been something that I recently uh, kind of let go of that would have been an ex- letting go of something was actually the expression of my hell. Yes. And the moment I let go of it, I, first of all, let me back up and say, I have a very difficult time with the sense of smell. It's It's been that way since my daughter was like 18 months old and she's almost, she's 13 now. So a long time I've been struggling and there are moments when I can smell. If I, let's say I got one year I got poison ivy. So I took some steroids and then I could smell, you know, but mostly I don't, I don't have that capacity to smell. And this just recently in the last few days when I let something big in my life go, because that was an expression of my holy hell yes, all of a sudden I noticed I can smell like for the last four days. And, and it is interesting because being your holy house does, it, it awakens everything. It awakens every piece of you and people just experience that in different ways. Like what does it feel like for you to be awakened would be a, the same exact question in my world as what does your holy hell yes feel like. I ah, agree
1: that's with that, impressive. Donna, 100%. And I would I also say that another word that maybe people will connect to is aliveness, things that make you really feel alive yes. or make you really feel like you're being your true self. Like those are other ways you might say it that might um, resonate. That's beautiful. So, I mean, you, you know that you have like a girlfriend mm-hmm. or a friend mm-hmm. that you've known for a long time, and whenever you get together, y'all just have a blast. And that uh, friendship is a hell yes because it you get to be you. And, um, and that is, there's just a feeling that comes with that, that you, that there's no, you know, way to get around. Like there's no way to, to replicate that without actually being with you're hundred percent yourself. You're in the moment. You're not in the past. You're not in the future. You are just there enjoying yourself. You're there enjoying another person. You're there enjoying nature. You're there enjoying what is right in front of you. Does anybody else want to share anything that they're feeling when they think of, um, a hell yes in their life?
0: And for those who just came into the group, uh, all you need to do is actually raise your hand. I'll send you an invite to speak, and that will move you up to the stage panel. Just a reminder. Also, we are recording this conversation, uh, to post it later as our podcast and, uh, you know, just in case you want to watch what you're saying.
3: <laughs> no, <laughs> I say speak awesome. your truth. <laughs> yes.
0: Yes. All yes.
1: right. So well, um, yes. let me ask you this, because this is what, another thing I wanted to talk about today, is does anybody feel like they have trouble connecting with this idea? Like, as I'm explaining it, are you feeling like, wow, I mean, I don't feel that very often or I'm not really sure what you're talking about. So if you have anything like that, I would like you to bring that up as well.
0: Actually, Jenna, thank you for that because I kept reviewing my life back and forth and I'm like, okay, yes, I can see where I chose my holy hell yes here. Um, And and then I couldn't really find a lot of great examples and I started wondering, I, I what was it? What is it that I should be looking for that I'm missing, in order to be constantly choosing my or living in my holy hell? Yes. Well, that's oh, a really gosh. good
1: question, and that's something I really wanted to talk about today because I do feel like um, there's a piece of this that has to be in place to really connect with the holy hell. Yes, and to the to the embodiment of it because it is really something that happens through the body. I mean, the spirits involved, the the minds involved, and in all of that, but the body is really the the vessel of this. And I, mm-hmm. um, as I was going through this, I was uh, I'm actually going to read a quote for y'all out of a book. Awesome. It's called the the book is called "Awaken Your Inner Fire" by Heather Ash Amara, and it says. Similar to how it felt to ease into emotional flow after stuffing down your feelings for many years, as you consciously connect with your body and begin to treat it as a sacred temple rather than an obstacle to overcome, you may encounter an enormous amount of pain and suffering that has been stowed there for years. Feelings we have buried in the muscles of our being, paying attention to them and and now can make you feel uncomfortable. You might be tempted to run away from this discomfort but part of honoring your body is to actually go toward the pain, right? Tightness and stress that lie within rather than moving away from them. Your body desperately needs your awareness, deep and controlled breathing, and conscious compassion. Give your body these gifts, and it in return, it will lead you to the powerful insights and new pathways to progress. So I, I wanted to share that because that is really what blocks us from being able to connect is the pain that we have stored in our bodies that we don't want to deal with. And I have deep compassion for that. Um, So, again, this is not to um, make anybody wrong for that. We all have it. (laughs) It's not like it's just you. Um, We all have it, and we all have to deal with it. But on the other side of that is just a beautiful connection of the mind-body-spirit that will really lead us to, to exactly where we're meant to be. Um, so, that was beautiful. I, I love it. So, I felt like it was just such a concise way of saying, here's yes. the block.
0: <laughs> Relatable. Like, yep, I know exactly what she's talking about.
1: So does um, did that quote bring up anything for anybody that they want to talk about?
3: Can I say something about discomfort? I kind of love that, that you brought that up in that quote. Yeah, go for it. Um, it's, it's crazy how your body is made in such a way. I mean, in this is where I get kind of nerdy in my, <laughs> the evolutionary thing of all uh, beings that on this planet that, you know, are carbon life form, they all have some kind of neurological um, apparatus for which they can navigate this reality. And we have these sensory receptors that allow us to feel pain, feel, feel pleasure and, and if we didn't have them, how blah would, <laughs> one, how how would we be able to navigate, right? It's, it's, it boggles the mind. How else would that work? Obviously, we, we, we don't sit in that every day. But when you come with that um, uh, awareness of, I mean, these are there for a very good reason. Uh, it's what helps you see where you're going, feel into what you're going. I mean, they really are that important. We don't like it when it's pain because it's uncomfortable, <laughs> (laughs) And one of the things about, I loved, I loved in my yoga classes, my yoga teachers would would always say, it's look for that discomfort. You don't have to go for the pain exactly, right? Because that for in yoga, that wouldn't imply that you might hurt yourself. So, you know, don't go to that point, but definitely lean into the discomfort and breathe into it and see if you can create more space in that discomfort. And I remember people, uh, you know, chuckling um, because, you know, why why would I want to go there? But that's how we would gain that flexibility and um, be able to breathe through something that was uncomfortable. And what's really cool is they always talked about, you know, taking your practice from the mat into the world. That's what really yoga was all about is being able to take these breathing patterns and um, really, again it's it's um the practice of being in that discomfort and then pushing through and seeing the pleasure on the other side because there's something beautiful about stretching and there's it's kind of funny because you can say it it hurts so good <laughs> um, and I mean it's it's not masochism at all all what I'm saying is there is something to be said about oh and then there's this beautiful release on the other side waiting for you the whole time so it's, it's just like You know, lean into that little bit of pain in your emotional discomforts as well, uh, and see where you can see where that holy hell yes lies, maybe on that other side.
0: I I wonder because what you're saying, Nicole, it totally resonates with me. It can be it it can be uncomfortable. Uh, It can be intimidating right you feel it inside yes. it's like you have this adrenaline going on and but then on the other hand it's like ooh but watch out yeah. what if and and so when I was reviewing my life before when Jenna was asking for a, uh, an example I noticed that it was easier for me to say yes this is my holy hell yes when I was younger because I'm guessing, not not guessing. I totally know it was because I was not as intimidated by the uncomfortable situations. I would be I was more of a I love that uh, I, 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 does this beautiful awareness anybody? I mean, I think that yes. we're such um rebels in a way, you know, the younger generation is always a rebel against the older generation, and I feel that. The the older you are, the more crap you put into your head to strap you down from actually truly being your own self. And it's not until you come up with a, an absolutely mind-blowing book like the one you were reading from, Jana, or you come into a conversation like the one we're having or you just having a deep conversation with a friend and you're like, what in the world? I haven't been leaving my holy hell yes. What if I do it right now? And I got to tell you, a few months ago, I did make a decision from the uncomfortable zone. And I'm so glad I did. It took me to a whole different area of my life that is now all of these other ramifications just keep cascading from that. And it's just, wow, I wish... I could be more, I'm going to be more conscious now about living in my holy hell. Yes.
4: Laura, I love the quote. Um, I know you guys have heard me say it before. It's in the choosing you manual too. Discomfort is 10 seconds before you have all of you. And what I love about what you just said, Laura, is that you're with, you had these, you've had these moments, whether it's reading a book or in a conversation with someone, you know, like this or personal and all of a sudden you're like, oh my gosh, I haven't been living my holy hell yet yes and then I love the fact that as soon as you saw, saw that you had that awareness you asked what if I could do it right now like what if we don't have to plan uh out how we're going to choose our holy hell yes like what if it really was like a 10 second possibility discomfort yes. is 10 seconds before <laughs> you have all of you like choose now if you want you know you can do that it's an option I love that. And that's uh, one of the
1: things I was going to suggest for people that are maybe having a little trouble connecting to this or want, you know, can, can connect, but want to connect deeper into it is um, anything that is falls under the embodiment umbrella. But uh, to me, the most accessible of all of these is mindfulness, which is just taking the time to, to drop into our senses and kind of like taking the elevator down from the brain and into the body. And what do I feel? Yeah. What do I taste? What do I smell? What do I touch? And I know, I mean, I know Nicole's talked about, that. I mean, we've all probably have touched on this because it is a, a very simple, beautiful technique for getting into the present moment and, um, and appreciating. And that right there is the, is a vibration that will allow you to feel and get the messages that your body are trying to give you.
4: Can I um, intervene and add something else here too? Have you guys noticed that when you are witnessing somebody else, like knowing and being the expression and actually, you know, being, choosing their holy hell yes, have you noticed that it either triggers something in you and you're annoyed with them or you're like, you know, what the hell, why are they choosing that? That's not fair or something like that. Or it totally lights you up too. And you're like, all of a sudden you feel it like, even though you're not the one choosing it, you're just witnessing them choosing it. It lightens up your body as though you were the one choosing it. I've had both experiences. I've actually had both experiences, even like in the last two weeks. <laughs> um, so that's really interesting. Fresh, Yeah.
1: That is That is very interesting because I have had both of those experiences you know, a lot. And, um, I made a decision maybe last year, um, as a way to expand myself that anytime I felt jealousy or like envious, I don't know, whatever those words mean to you, but you know, you, somebody's getting or receiving something or has something that you're like, I want that. Um, that I would invite that energy into my body.
0: Ooh, I like that. Right, cool, into
1: yeah. Into, you know, the, the thoughts that go around it of, like, why don't I have that, or why do they have that, and life's not fair, and blah, 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 um, I just would, like, feel that energy of what they have and what I want, and, and just invite it in, and, like, try to feel the expansion of it, so that, that's been, uh, really helped me with the comparison energies that can really bring you down. <laughs>
4: That's very, very cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to definitely choose that. And I can see where I've chosen that before, but this is just a new level of, uh, a new expanded level of choosing. Yeah, that. like cool. a new awareness around yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Well, and it's, I mean, to me, it's like always easy to slip back into the default, the,
1: the cultural mm-hmm. default, you know?
4: Yeah. Um, Usually when I get triggered, it's not so much that I'm jealous of what someone else has, it's that I'm triggered because I realize I'm not being my holy hell yes. You know, and then that's my choice too. It's like, oh, I could choose that, but when I'm triggered, I forget that I could choose it almost, and I just want to be mad that someone else is doing is choosing something that I'm not choosing. But I that's gotcha. the, that's definitely an advanced awareness of the whole situation. But isn't it interesting that it can go from the sort of level of jealousy and envy, like, oh, they have and i want one, and that's not fair, and then it can st- same kind of current can still exist. It just shows up in a different way, like a riff, a mirror for you of what you're not being. So, but it's mm-hmm. kind of a similar frequency anyways. Yeah. It's like what it's, it's
1: like information and, and you yeah. get to choose what you're going to do with it.
4: But, um, go, I, I go don't in many actually, different directions. Yeah. And on the other, on the flip side, like, I don't mean to call Shannon out or anything, but Shannon doesn't, Shannon's all into expressing herself right now. And she recently created her own little Facebook group where she could just, it could just be a place where she could express herself and an invitation for anyone else to express themselves. And so far she's just been dropping her little thoughts and memories and writing her journaling kind of in this, um, Facebook group and no one else really has dropped anything in, but it's just full of energy and full of life. Shannon, like every time I go in there and read it, what you've written, like I sense you lighting up in the moment that you're sharing it. And then that, that sense lights me up. I just wanted you to know that that's, been actually a contribution to me just watching you do that and choose that
0: that is beautiful and Shannon if you're saying something you are muted you would need to unmute yourself yes thank you (laughs) (laughs) Um,
5: I I recently completed a kind of a little uh, program uh, coaching program that someone is I, I was their beta, beta tester, and um, there are hundreds of people that I have come in contact with that are going through this, whatever you want to call it, awakening process, I guess, and um, I have noticed a couple of things, and one of the things I've noticed is they're, they're, everything about them changes from from it's not instantaneous but it's over time and it looks like it, it kind of even looks like they're getting younger it is it is something that's quite amazing and uh, i decided that um i might do some self work and and perhaps perhaps change a little bit about how i do things and so that's why the the little journaling process is there in the in the Facebook group, and um, I eventually I want to write a book and because uh, uh, we all have different perspectives uh, in this process, this awakening process and uh, i I'm just loving seeing all these all these new people
0: who are becoming aware it's just quite amazing to me mm, what a great example, Thank you Shannon. Uh, for living in the holy hell yes. So Shannon is so aware of all of this. Um, She's witnessing all of this awakening. So excited that she's ready to write a book about it. What kind of creation? This creation can be such a for so many people. And, well, thank you so much for sharing that with us, Shannon. Living in the holy hell yes.
1: Um, I wanted to I'll give us some, some time, too, if anybody wants to share a story about a time that they chose a holy hell yes that maybe took their life in a different direction. I love stories like that where they just you just felt something in your bones that maybe didn't, uh, on paper, looked a little sketch, um, but your whole body was a yes on it and what that created for you. Um, Does anybody have a story they'd like to share about that?
4: I have so many, but the most recent (laughs) one, I really do. And that's pretty cool that I can look at that and go, wow, I really do. But, you know, um, anyways, the most recent one is just that, you know, I was sitting on my back porch in the middle of suburbia slash, you know, city life in Texas and got this download that I, I was going to, it's not like I needed to, it's like, you're going to do this, you know, it was like, you're going to buy a farm and create a biodynamic regenerative farm. Like, you have to do it. You can't say no to it. That's how definite you're going to choose this, (laughs) which was the complete, utter, total opposite of anything I'd ever imagined. I never imagined myself doing this ever before in my whole entire life. It was just like, boom, it happened. It was a holy hell yes. I wouldn't had a conversation with my husband. I'm like, hey, baby, I'm a little bit concerned about the future of our relationship, He's like, why? And I said, because I want to choose this, and I'm not sure if you're going to want to choose it too. Like, that's how much of a holy hell yes it was for me that I was willing to actually let my marriage go, which I love my Um, marriage. You guys know that, right? I love my marriage. I was willing to let it go for this.
1: Yeah, that's a very good example of, like, a huge life-changing hell yes. Um, I have one that's maybe not so huge that just came popped into my mind. And that is, um, I was driving one day to pick up some, I think a fire stick from Best Buy. And I was driving through the parking lot and there was a cat adoption sign up. And I just had this whole body, your cat's in there. I wasn't looking for a pet. Like I uh-huh. wasn't, you know, it was, I was definitely not going to, <laughs> to adopt a pet that day. And I just got this whole body hell yes about that my cat was in there. And so I went in there and I, and I, as soon as I saw him, I felt the connection and he wanted to come home with me. And, um, you know, within three months I had a dog and another cat. And now it's, you know, I went from no pets for years to just this, just this fullness. And they all come and hang out while I do my energy work and my, and, and work on my clients. And they just contribute so much to me and my kids and, uh, my life. and. My dog has been a lifesaver during COVID. I mean, just, you know, he's, I call him my BFF, my best fur friend. And, um, and then, it's, so I just, like, it's not necessarily always, like, a huge thing, like, moving across the, the U.S. It can just be something that is just so
0: expansive in your life that you hadn't really thought of before. Wow, your story. I remember when everything happened with Donna. Um, that was that was something else. Um, very impressive and very inspiring for sure, Donna. And Jana, your story with a cat uh, just reminded me of a moment where I chose to adopt a dog. And because it actually started very slowly, I would see this dog. He, she used to belong to a friend of mine. And I thought it was the most wonderful dog. And then she was moving somewhere else, couldn't take the dog with her. And she was looking for a home. And so my holy hell yes didn't come immediate. It wasn't like a very obvious holy hell yes. It was just, it it kind of started growing. It was a a, a little awareness. And then it just kept growing and growing and growing until I was like, oh my gosh, absolutely. If, if, If only I had a house where I could have this dog, then I totally would. And then it went from, well, why don't I have a house? And guess what? Like a month or two later, I was able to buy a house where I was living. And obviously, I brought the dog with me. Go <laughs> <But> figure! <finger>. It... <laughs> right?
3: That's It awesome.
0: was great. But it started from a little awareness. It wasn't a an, an very obvious one.
1: That's also like, thank you, Laura. That's a great example of how um, just listening to what our bodies are telling us is often, you know, and, uh, sometimes it, it can be a huge opening of, to a whole new lifestyle or a whole new life. But a lot of times it's more of a breadcrumb to a new path, versus, you know, so it's like, oh, I'm, I'm so lit up about this thing. And I go take that step and wow, look at these other things that I could do that really light me up. And that just, so it's, you know, there's different ways that we all experience it, but I feel, I just love that sometimes it's just that, um, the next light, the next, the next step in a path down a new area, that's going to expand your heart or expand your knowledge or expand, um, you know, your purpose or what you're here to do or how you're here to help. And, um, and I, I love that. To me, that's like the adventure of life. Like I, uh, I just love that feeling of like um, I don't know. I always think of like Indiana Jones and that at the very beginning of the first movie, and he's trying to get the little golden head, and he has to walk through the the landmines and stuff. And there's just like he finds the pattern of like what is not going to kill him. And so I always think of that kind of like what spirit's trying to lead us through. And it's not necessarily that something's going to hurt us, but there's just things that are going to expand us in ways that other things aren't and, um, oh and feeling gosh. into that energy of what the next step is.
3: I have to I have to talk about that one because I was just thinking like Martin, my husband is my holy hell. Yes. But I was thinking back of what the breadcrumb what you just said, Jana, because I'm very like if I love it, I'm just going to go for it. Like, you know, now I'm doing music and all this other fun stuff. But I remember back in college, um, I went to a party that I was not going to go to. But some friends said, hey, y'all, you just come over. And I had a car. Nobody else did, so I you know, almost became the taxi. <laughs> but I went, and it was fun. And what was funny is one of my friends just comes to me, and he really wasn't a friend. He was more like an acquaintance at the time. And he looks at me he goes, hey, what do you think of Beaner over there? Which I was like, uh, excuse me, because you know, I'm Puerto Rican, and he's talking about a Beaner. I'm like, that is so un-PC. What is wrong with you, this kid? Um, but it's his best friend who's talking about, and that's what he called him. And, um, cause he's adopted Mexican blood, the whole thing. And, uh, but it shocked me. I'm like, who are you? And he goes, and I said, well, he's cute, but I, I don't think he'd like me or he'd want to go out and he's like, shut up. And then he like leaves just very aggressively. I'm like, what is happening? And then he goes, apparently talks to Martin and he says, Hey, what do you think of Puerto Rican over there? Cause of course he. You know, he continues on that vein of aggressiveness. And then he, Martin's like, well, she's cute, but she's dating so-and-so. And he said, no, dude, she's open, dude. And then he leaves. And that was all he did. He just, for some reason, felt the need to come to me, ask me this ridiculous question. And then as Martin, the ridiculous question. And then we ended up just talking. And it was very much like a little breadcrumb out of nowhere. Um, and I always love to think back cause then Peter was the guy who came up to his best friend was kind of upset that he ended up getting us together cause then we were inseparable Martin and I, um, you know, and, and we've been together for 21 years, married 17 and it's one of the most beautiful relationships. I hope any I I wish everybody the relationship we have because it's so open, so clear, so loving. Uh like truly we allow each other to be ourselves. And, but I was not looking for that and he was not looking for that. He was definitely like he was like I didn't want a girlfriend. I he, and he did. He fought me quite a bit because he was like why am I stuck here but I like her. I don't know where to go. And our bodies were definitely very much in tune with each other. So Um, you know, we were also 18, 19. Uh, but it goes to show you like that little breadcrumb and spirit coming in. Like I, there's, I always think back, like what, what would my life would have been like without that one little moment where spirit brought this person in and had this ridiculous conversation. And here we are, um, living together a beautiful life that does have a lot of comfort and discomfort and pain and pleasure. uh, But it's allowed me to be, I'm like, yes, holy hell yes. Like, I am so happy that we ended up in this path. So thank you, uh, universe.
1: (laughs) I love that story, Nicole. Thank you for sharing. I love it. I feel like sometimes the smallest little breadcrumbs can just lead to the biggest the, um, blessings in our life. Cindy, did you have something you wanted to say?
6: Yeah, I was going to say sometimes I feel like um, I I recognize that I'm just getting breadcrumbs <laughs> and, and um, yesterday I finally realized that my relationship is going nowhere and I'm tired of only receiving <laughs> breadcrumbs and I walked out and said some things. I you know wish I would have did a little better, but um, my body was just so filled with pain all night, and I woke up at like three forty five this morning, just still so painful, and I just realized I was going to embrace it and just be in it because I have to feel it to let go of it and realizing that on the other side is gonna be better and I did some meditating this morning and already I just feel so much more light and better. My body isn't hurting as bad and I'm just so relieved that I found the strength to do what I needed to do and crumbs are less than I deserve.
1: Cindy, thank you for sharing that. I I went through a breakup this week too, so I I got you, girl, but um, I... I a hundred percent honor your decision to do that. And I think that, um, and tell me if I'm wrong about this, but I feel like what you really were tapping into was what your body was telling you in terms of when you're in a relationship. And when I talk, when we're talking about breadcrumbs, I'm really talking more about like spirit leading us somewhere. Um, but when you're talking about breadcrumbing in a relationship and you know that you deserve more, that has a, a feeling in your body. And I love that you're bringing that up. Um, and I love that you listen to it, It it's is—it's not easy to let go of something that is there even if it's not everything you want. um, For sure. In in order to have nothing, which is what it feels like. But now you have all of you. And um, and that's that once you process the pain of of letting go, that's that peace that you're feeling on the other side is that I chose me.
6: Definitely. And I've been going back and forth with it for the last few weeks and kind of just making waves to prove that he isn't the one and he can't rise up. He can never say he's sorry or not even I'm sorry, just the fact that, you know, I'm sorry that you feel the way you do. I'm sorry that, you know, now I'm hearing that you're unhappy or that you needed more or needed something different I couldn't see it I wasn't able to see it he's not even able to say something like that and I just finally realized that this person is going to be right in their mind always and when I take the time to express my feelings and someone just stomps on it why would I just keep coming back for more pain because that's what I've been doing and it just feels good to finally realize that I don't have to do that anymore. It's such a relief. What what
0: a conversation. Oh, my goodness. Thank you so much for this, uh, Cindy. Because what this is bringing up for me is just the same way that your body tells you, hell, yes, go for this. Your body can also tell you, Ah, no, not here. That's
1: excellent. Amen. Amen. Amen.
0: (laughs) And it's not so much about, oh, well, this person is this or is that. It's it's how do I feel? How do I fit in? Is this something I am willing to live through to thank you for this? (laughs) Is how, what am I willing to accept? Am I willing to live in the in the oh no this is this is a no versus choosing out of it even though you're going to go through the pain even though you're going to go through the discomfort and it's been said in this conversation already the discomfort is only 10 seconds away from that what was it donna that excitement discomfort that felt-
4: discomfort is 10, having all of 10 you. seconds before you have all of you Wow. But also too, I mean, this may not be the same thing for, um, you, uh, who was that was just talking? I'm sorry. I couldn't see on my Cindy, Cindy. This may not resonate with you in your situation, but one thing it brought up for me is that oftentimes when I'm going, when I go through quote unquote pain, uh, before choosing myself and maybe even have some left over, it's not for me, it's not so much the pain of, like that person hurting me or that person doing something to me as much as now I'm aware, like, actually that's the pain that I, that I of resistance for so long of not choosing me. Like that's the pain that I created by resisting. Exactly. Not being my hell. Yes.
6: Yes, for sure. That's cool. exactly what it is for oh, me. Awesome.
4: Okay, cool.
3: Yeah. Tucker wanted to say something, I think.
7: Uh, Yeah. Hi, you guys. So um, I definitely wanted to chime in and say um, congratulations, Cindy, for choosing yourself because um, I actually, this is crazy because like this was even brought up, but I actually just recently went through a very, very similar situation. And it got to the point where it was like me asking myself, why am I staying in a situation like you said, like that continues to hurt me? And then you have to sort of like look at it from a third party's uh, perspective and be like, okay, clearly this isn't an equal give and take situation. Clearly this is causing you more pain. And then with the resistance, it's like, it's insane that you said that too, because it's so true. That, that feeling of it has nothing to do with that person. Essentially, it really doesn't. Um, I feel like it also, like, that pain is sort of, like, the, um, sometimes I find myself, like, finding, like, I'm, like, I should have known better at this point, you know? I sometimes get frustrated, like, with myself that I see some red flags and kind of, like, oh, well, like, maybe those red flags will possibly, like, not, you know what I mean? Whenever I should be seeing them red flags and, like, running the opposite direction. Um, so yeah, I've been kind of like struggling with that, like, with the, like, knowing my worth, like, I know my worth, but it's like, that clearly was saying that I didn't, you know, so just kind of like, definitely self reflection on my part, but um, like, choosing yourself at the end of the day, it's better to have wasted, you know, as much time as you have, than to waste another day with like, dealing with somebody that really has zero, um, you know, care or zero feelings if they hurt you or what your feelings even are, um, because we all deserve to be heard in every, you know, situation that we are in, whether it's a relationship, friendship, um, but I just completely, my heart goes out to everybody that has ever felt that way, because, like, it's definitely... Um, something that it does hurt but I feel like once you're you get past it and it's like you can look back and be like okay like you know what I mean like I maybe uh for a couple days had my um you know my vision was a little skewed but at least I found out and woke up whenever I did and not wasted any more of my time on somebody that didn't deserve me you know
1: Yes. Thank you for sharing. I feel like, um, maybe there's been a lot of relationship shifts lately <laughs> just because, uh, at least four people out of this call have all been through breakups right lately. <laughs> um, and I think maybe this is also too, like part of our, the energies right now are so intense, but it's almost like the things we want to not pay attention to are it's our bodies aren't allowing it anymore. And I just kind of love that, even though it it, it is there is discomfort involved in all of that. Um, it's also beautiful, and and I think and I know like self reflection after a breakup is really a great thing. Um, and I think we should all also have a lot of compassion for ourselves and that we are learning. This is all a learning opportunity, and you know maybe we want to say we should have chosen something different earlier, and maybe next time we will. But uh, I just encourage everybody to be really gentle with themselves and you saw it you chose um, and that's what matters versus trying to pinpoint the moment where you should have done it earlier
2: absolutely I just want to add to to keep in mind that we run certain patterns things that happen childhood trauma all kinds of things that shape our ability to choose us and sometimes it takes a minute for us to do it but again I just want to echo Jenna was saying with having grace and compassion with choosing yourself because that's a huge part of the healing and trusting yourself when you feel like you know you hear your holy hell yes is to um is to have that practice is to extend grace to yourself
4: yeah and also too sometimes when you're really stuck in a situation where you're not choosing yourself and you're not being your holy hell yes you may be so into that moment or into that choice That you don't even know what your holy hell yes is because you're sort of far from that frequency of holy hell yes from where you are. So you might not be able to tap into that, that right away. And my advice in that situation is is just if you're aware that you're not being your holy hell yes, you don't know what your holy hell yes feels like or even how to even get close to choosing it yet, then just ask the question, what does a holy hell, what does my holy hell yes feel like? What does it look like? What does it smell like? Right, yeah. and then just start allowing that energy to, sh- to come in, and and start to open you up to it. Just add, if you ask, you're going to receive more awareness about that which you desire.
7: Um, t- coming off of like the feeling um, that you get, sort of, it is truly like your um, your body, your spirit, sort of like physically giving you a reaction. Like, pump the brakes because. Um, as much as we should be choosing our holy hell yes, um, we need to know whenever it's a holy hell no, you know. <laughs> and whenever it's time yes. to like this isn't it, this is not, nope, Mm-mm. all right, it's time to close that.
4: <laughs> yeah, for sure.
0: And it makes me wonder how much of it, a- hell no that other person has been living through as well yet they were not i don't know if brave is the word to say to to actually choose differently so i would like to commend us all (laughs) when we actually look at our reality and say this is not my holy hell yes this is an absolutely no so i'm going to choose differently so good for you tucker (laughs) good for you cindy Good for you, Jenna. And um, I'm working on it as well.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, we are all working on it all the time. (laughs) Um, Thank you so much, everybody that has given us their stories and um, chimed in. It just always contributes so much to me. Um, And and everybody on the call, when we are willing to be a little vulnerable and share some things close to the heart, because that is, Um, you know in the end we all want to be happy in our hearts I think that's why we're all here (laughs) and um, and the more that we can share in a safe place you know the more we can really connect to ourselves and connect to others and know we're not alone in our struggles and in our victories does anybody else have anything they want to say before we get finished
6: I just want to say thank you to everyone. I feel like I wouldn't have had the strength to do what I did if it weren't for you guys. I really appreciate it. Well, you our are more pleasure. than welcome. 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 Yeah, this
1: is well, this is uh, the five of us. This is our passion, is to uh, help by by doing this work for ourselves. Let's just say that we start with doing it on ourselves um, to help people choose them. I mean that is. At the core of all we do, that is the core of all we do. And it really, that is our holy hell yes as a group.
3: Yeah, without being able to do it ourselves, we wouldn't be able to really be the example of that. So it's it's um, it's a magical space to be in when you're able to choose yourself in everything you do and be so aware um, and, yeah, teach others to do it too because you know how freeing that is and you know how happy you can be and be the full spectrum of you too, have that grace to be you and have the grace when you're not feeling so great with what's happening around you. Um, if everybody could be that understanding towards themselves, how much more peaceful could they be and how much more peaceful will we be with each other? I, yes, this is, again, magical. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> definitely
2: also keep in mind there are about six planets in retrograde as well so if that's Yay. something that you're aware of so there's a lot of it <laughs> happening energetically right now as well and so relationship yeah. stuff is absolutely coming up looking deeper processing through so just be mindful of that
0: oh wow no wonder <laughs> thanks for that reminder kim
2: mm-hmm.
0: well right, and do you want to rice- Yes, thank you so much, Jana. What a great topic! I really love all these points that everybody brought in. Thank you, everybody, for participating. I'd like to remind you that our next podcast or clubhouse conversation is going to be on August thirtieth, where Donna is going to be leading the conversation of being turned on by the unknown. That I'm looking forward to as well. So. That is going to happen on August 30th, which is a Monday at 7 p.m. We alternate when we do our clubhouse conference or conversation. So be on the lookout. You can follow us on Soulful Awakenings Era. Era stands for Embodying Radical Authenticity. Uh, Follow us on Instagram, on Facebook, or just visit our website, soulfulawakeningsera.com. Thanks so much. See you on Monday, the August 30th.
4: Bye, guys. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Thanks, everybody. Bye.
6: Bye, guys.